How's it going, Revs Nation? Uh, my name is Kyle Wheeler. I'm the host of Up in Arms, the podcast. And this is a brand new season as your Georgia Revolution gets ready for the ADASL season coming up. And this ADASL season is going to be a little different than usual. Um, we are going to have a tournament. And it will be... Uh, it's going to be three groups, and it's a lot different from what the ADASL usually does, which is just two um, two leagues, promotion, relegation, just simple things like that. This will be a uh, big tournament, and it's going to be really entertaining to see. And your Georgia Revolution are going to be fielding four different teams. You heard me right. Four different teams. Usually they only field about three. Uh, this year it's going to be four. And that should be for more Revs action. And we're definitely looking forward to it. It is going to be very entertaining. Usually they only field the Revs reserves, which is a reserve team to the AD, or the MPSLC team. I'm sorry. And um, in Division Two they field... Uh, their U23 team and U21 teams. And this since last year, the U23s won Division 2 and earned promotion to Division 1, um, they went ahead and added a new team to keep the U23s in, the, um, in Division 2 and move up the um, better, move up some better players into uh, Division 1. And, um, for, for that, that's going to be really awesome to see. And I know everyone's looking forward to it. Um, yeah. And in group one, we have, uh, the Revs Reserves, the 2019 champions. And, um, yeah, they won the championship 2019, uh, 2020, late 2019, 2020 season was a little bit of a setback for them. And I think they realized that because they were kind of close to relegation. And if the reserves got relegated and the uh, U23s took their place, that would have just caused chaos in the entire in the entire thing. So, um, but the reserves held their own, and I think this year they're going to be a lot more composed and a lot easier to work with. Um, but yeah, group one, we have the Revs Reserves, and we also have the Revs ADASL, and that is the promoted U23 team. So we, so, uh, we will have two teams, two Revs teams in group one. So we will get, uh, Georgia versus Georgia team, or match. And we always like to see those, because it's, it's, it's pretty personal, really. It's just personal rivalries, and you're friends with them, but for a game, you're not, and... Uh, I think I think it's good for the players to do that every once in a while. They do it in practice, of course, but when it actually means something, I think that's when it counts the most. Uh, group two, um, it's the Revs U twenty three team, and and Group three, the U twenty one teams in there. Um, so let's go ahead and go over some of the other teams here. Um, I know group one, group one's going to be pretty tough, and 
I think they. I think everyone knows that because uh, they are. Group one has, of course, the reserves and the new ADASL team. And um, hang on, I'm trying to pull up the list here. So it has both the uh, revs teams, and then it also has Term Terminus FC, um, the Summer League, uh, 2019 Summer League champions. Uh, Reveille FC, um, Majestic SC, and they're, they're arguably one of the best. Um, they tend to have a grip on everything going over there. Uh, Club ATL Etic, and then AFU South Elite, uh, South Elite, I'm sorry. And that, that, it, that completes Division 1, and, um, I think... I think that that group is probably going to be the toughest because you got some of the toughest teams in there, and uh, with two revs teams in there, it's going to be good. And in Group Two, we have, um, of course, you have the Georgia Revs U23s. You have uh, Peachtree Moba Upper Ninety, um, and they're always fun to play with. Uh, Majestic uh, Majestic Red. I'm sorry. Um, v Vino Tinto Academy, uh, Atletic Old Boys, uh, Rovers FC, and AFC Clayton. So we'll get uh, we'll get some county line uh, rivalry action there. Um, and then Group Three uh, has, of course, the Georgia Revs U twenty ones. We got Buckhead SC, the Moba Knights, Terminus KLS, Moba Fury, and La Vino Tinto ATL. So. We got some good teams in there as well, and I, every every team in the ADASL is really good, and they they do whatever they want, and I think this cup is going to be fantastic for every team because it's going to bring in a lot of attention. So I think um, I think the Rebs are going to do very well, and if, I think they're going. I think. Uh, the reserves have the power to win it, but uh, so do the uh, eight, so does the ADASL squad. They are um, they were on fire last year, and I'm sure they could continue that this year. And it, I think uh, the two best revs teams, the reserves and the ADASL, it's that's going to be a match to see, and that one's going to be that one's going to have huge implications for the um, for the whole thing. Um, so yeah, that is the, uh, 2020 Suma Fall Cup for your, uh, Georgia Revolution, and I think that's going to be so entertaining to watch, and I think we're all looking forward to it. It begins October 11th, that is a Sunday, I believe, um, and it's gonna be good, um, I do not... I do not believe they're going to be allowing fa fans into the stands, um, which is kind of disappointing, but it's understandable. Um, but I think there might be streaming some of the matches. I know some stadiums don't have the capacity to stream matches, and that, of course, kind of sucks. But hey, what else are you going to do? Um, so, other than that, it's... It, that that's gonna be great for the revs, and then the uh, main NPSL team isn't gonna be uh, compete. Doesn't look to be competing this fall, so I imagine most of those players are gonna be competing in the ADASL to get some playing time. 
so we'll probably see appearances from your favorites like uh, Aaron Witten and Scott Redding, all of them. All of them. And um, speaking of NPSL and and small league soccer like that, the uh, NISA, they are making some huge moves. Um, with the introduction of their whole league system, that is just huge for them. And I think they know that. I think we know that too. It's, it's going to be a lot of fun to see that. Um, I'm trying to pull that up here. I'm sorry. Uh, it's going to give a lot of teams, a lot of opportunities that they normally wouldn't have and i think that that is the best cuz small small world teams don't get many opportunities to show what they're about and i think if we can show the world that we're something um we're something to be dealt with then hey it's going to be awesome and um yeah it's the Nisa Nation. It's the full year amateur league for independent clubs. Um, and of course, they could earn promotion into Nisa and become pro clubs. And I think that the Revs, um, the Revs should take advantage of it. Uh, they, I, I think that they should absolutely join the Nisa, join Nisa and, um, with the possibility of becoming a pro club, that's going to be huge. And, um, course we're going to be getting where we have the stadium in mcdonough and we have the capacity to hold home fans and away fans alike we have all this capacity and we we have a lot of momentum we have an academy now which we didn't before and i think that's going to be huge because uh it's going to bring a lot more talent local talent up to the big team like you already see noel elder uh the absolute impact he made in the Nisa Independent Cup uh, in July. He just he he was only 16 years old and he almost scored that goal that would have just ended that Chattanooga's goalkeeper's career, but he made a huge impact in every game he played in and uh, I'm sure we're going to be seeing much more of him in the ADASL cuz he he was one of the best players on the pitch against a pro club of the professional club of Chattanooga FC. So, it's going to be big to see. But um we're go- we're going to have a lot of fun this fall uh, with that uh ASL team and we're going to bring on some guests to the podcast um you're going to see just going to get some players and all that and we're going to be we're going to be um beginning our weekly uploading um not next week um this this is going to be the uh ADASL preview show uh next week we're not going to be uploading but the week after we're going to be uploading reviewing the uh ADASL matches and all of that so, and that we're going to be beginning uploading every Friday. Um, I know this one's going up on a Saturday because I messed up yesterday. But yeah, this one will go up on, or the next one will go up on 
uh, Friday, uh, next two Fridays from yesterday, so 13 days, and yeah, it's going to be fun fall, and it's going to be not just fall, but even into next year with NPSL and um, possibly NISA if we do decide to go down that road. Uh, I think the Nisa Nation is going to begin. She's going to begin a, a revolution for clubs in small clubs in America. It's going to introduce promotion and relegation to the small world, and it's going to show the uh, sport runners that run the big leagues like USL and MLS that. Promotion relegation works in the United States, and we need it. We need it bad, because soccer needs pro-rail. Football needs pro-rail. It's the world's game. It's not an American sport. It is a world sport. It is the world's game. And I think... I think with the world's game, we are going to... um, going to make a big impact and show because with the um with small clubs you get a lot more local talent you get a lot more opportunities given to these small given to these kids because the the main problem why the united states just sucks at this sport is because we don't have talent we don't have a lot of homegrown talent um and the reason for that Look at Brazil, look at France, look at all these other nations in the world. They, all these kids are playing soccer just in the streets and playing this sport wherever. And they're given much more opportunities and they don't have to pay an arm and a leg to get a tryout. And I think that's why the MLS academies are failing. Because the only uh, talent they're finding is wealthier kids that aren't that good whereas if they gave some or if they gave other kids chances they could find that we have a lot more talent than is given that then is brought up and i think i think that's a big start and if the u.s can go the route of um instead of going for money for football let's go for the sport of football. Let's not play football for money. Let's play for, for the world's game. Um, and I think that'll open up just a ton of doors. Like what the revolution's doing. Um, small clubs across America are doing that. Bringing up talent. And if they can show the world that uh, small communities, less wealthy communities have just this talent for this sport, they'll realize that the United States is pretty darn good at this sport. And I I think Nice is taking the step that no one else is and no one else will. And I honestly would love to see Nisa take over MLS and USL. And because Nisa has the right mind track. MLS and Don Garber do not. And I don't think there's a more hated person in the entire sport than Don Garber. He's ruining football, not just for America, but the world. And I remember last year he did a press conference. Um, someone asked him if there was go- if there was a possibility for a um, 
MLS and Liga MX merger, he said a, a lot of words, and not one of them was no. And if the U.S., if the MLS and um, Liga MX from Mexico merge, that will be the death of the sport in the country. It, it, no doubt about it. And we need to just get rid of Don Garver. We need to just get rid of him first. He he just wants money. That's really all he wants. And I think if we can, I think if we can move away from that and find the find the um, officials that want us that want football in the U.S. to succeed, like Nice is doing, I think that. I think Nisa has the best shot because they they're making these moves. They are doing what no what no one else is. So I think that I think with this it will bring uh it will bring a revolution to uh, American soccer. No pun intended. Um. And an- another thing I've been noticing with small clubs is. They've been getting really cool jerseys, and um, I know, I think it's Icarus or Isarus, the one, the eye with the wings. They're, they've been making a lot of good kits for these small clubs, like, um, like I know when I got, um, where I, I lived in Pittsburgh, my hometown club there, Steel FC, they have some really nice jerseys, excuse me. And they are, um, that's Icarus, and I think that with that, it's just fantastic, and is giving these clubs an identity. I think that's really what, what it boils down to. These clubs are getting an identity. These clubs are getting noticed. Um, and then clubs like, uh, Lansing Common, they were just announced recently. They are, um... Entirely supporter funded, and that's big as well. So, I think uh, what they're doing at uh, Ecarus, and then uh, Suma as well with the entire ADASL. Um, I think that's a big step, giving these small clubs an identity, so that they don't have to wear just plain T-shirts onto the field. They can look like real clubs in these sick jerseys. And uh, before I go, speaking of jerseys, I just want to give a um let you all know that the uh, sale at, on the Revs store is still going for jerseys for $20. You can get uh, jerseys from all of our previous years and this year's. And um, the link for that will be in uh, the podcast on Twitter's description. So definitely go get those. And you can... They're all player uh worn too they were once worn by a player so that's pretty neat and um they were all worn in a game of course they're washed but um yeah and all from a lot of our past years and then this year you got our new kits there as well for twenty dollars you cannot beat that and you can also while you're there get a t-shirt scarf mask just load up on revs gear if you haven't already just load up and if you're just a uh, if you're just a jersey collector from America or it, from all over the world, take this opportunity. Get a team from Georgia. Get support the Georgia Revolution because we really need it. We need some support around the world and around the U.S. So just go go there. The link will be in um, the team's description as well as the podcast description on Twitter and also on Instagram for the team. And um, 
for that, we'll end this episode of Up in Arms. I hope you all enjoyed this episode. I hope you all learned something, and I hope you all are looking forward to this ADASL season. I know I am, and I know the entire team is. So, um, I will see you all next episode. Let's go, Revs.